This is Drom Shakasuto. Thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe and like this video. Okay, Shalom Aleichem, everyone. This is Rav Yitzhak Michelson along with my holy brother, Rav Dror. Um, it's, uh, we want to welcome everyone to our initial episode, pilot episode that we're starting, a new project with Rav Dror and I, where we're going to be discussing the state of the world, or as what I like to say, controversial topics. So we're we're interested in hearing what you have to say, whether or not you like what we're doing. And we're also interested in uh, in hearing what topics you'd like to hear from. So, Rev. Jor, how are you today, my my dear friend and brother? Shalom, Thank you so much, Hashem. I feel very happy. I'm happy to, to share the time and the space with you, my dear friend, Yitzhak, Ayra. And uh, I'm very happy for this um, reunion. And I'm also happy that uh, the creator of the world is opening for all of us this wonderful, wonderful, great variety of opportunities to speak with masses, with great amounts of souls that are just like thirsty and waiting to hear the great um, wisdom of Torah that is coming out from the Holy Land. And to be able to stream words of light, of inspiration out to the world is, uh, is the best thing that I can do with my time. Yeah, it's an amazing thing that some people consider the internet to be a bad thing, but yet at the same time, there's never been a time in the history of the world where the dissemination of Torah has been able to reach to basically every corner of the world, anybody that has an internet connection. I want to just say a couple of things before we get started. You know, I want to let people know that, um, that of course, emuna.com is a is a 501c3 it's a you know Rav George does a lot of amazing things he and I have worked together for years talked about a reunion but we used to work together and and, and we continue to work together so um, you can you will see on the Facebook live in in the comments that there's an amuna.com slash donate you can go to amuna.com and, and make a donation to help us continue this work to disseminate Torah throughout the world. You can also at amuna.com see Rav Jor's new book. Um, he, he did an amazing class in Sfat. Um, so we just didn't just have a reunion here on Zoom and on Facebook, but we got to hug it out uh, last night in Sfat. Um, my, my wife is reading the book now. Um, the book title is Return to Your Root. Um, it's an amazing, amazing um, book. We got to hear a little bit of the excerpts from it as Rav Jor spoke live in Svat last night. Um, and so also, as always, we're going to ask that not only do you like the video when, when it's uploaded to YouTube, but you also share it with your friends. So with that, enough of the housekeeping. Um, one of the things that... Uh, that you and I mentioned last night, and I think you you covered this topic recently in one of your talks, and I think it's really very relevant today because I just actually saw an article earlier today. 
everybody knows what's happened recently with Kanye West and with uh, um, Kylie Irving, you know, the basketball player for the Nets, um, you know, where, where they shared, uh, you know, what's considered a very anti-Semitic uh, link to a movie. And, and then uh, what ended up happening was, you know, his suspension was lifted. He returned to the Nets to play basketball. And that day outside of the, the arena where they played was a group of black Hebrew Israelites that were demonstrating um, in support of him and preaching the kind of things that they preach. So I, I, I thought that that would be um, a good place to start since it's a topic that you, you covered recently and to discuss what we think about that and how that relates to what's going on in the world and the idea of the necessity for disseminating Torah to the world. Okay, so I have something that is very important for me to say, and I feel that that will, um, will lead the discussion to, to the right place, to the right direction. Um, the Black Hebrews and groups that associate with that kind of um, understanding that they relate in their roots to the tribes of Israel, to the holy family of Yaakov, the son of Yitzhak, the grandson of Abraham, must remember one main and very important thing. Before going, demonstrating, fighting, arguing, we must remember that the real connection of the children of Israel to their root is a soul connection. It is definitely also a bloodline, but unfortunately, it's very hard in our days to remember and to track back the bloodline for many, many of us. Some of us are holding great archives, great history of family trees, and we do have many writings of our ancestors, and we do know exactly children of who we are and where we came from and what we've done in earlier generations. But the majority of the people of Israel, they still not in that spiritual stage and level to have that ancient memory to remember and know exactly where they came from. So therefore, the real connection today to your roots of being an Israeli soul and really to express the fact that you feel that uh, a Jewish soul is shining within you must be based on a soul illumination. And soul illumination will always present goodness and will never present violence, will never present tyranny and ugliness and all kinds of violence that is definitely wrong and definitely not what we inherit by our ancestor from Avraham to Yitzhak and from Yitzhak to Yaakov, violence and negative way of talking and, and, and rebukes and anger expressions against people, against souls, against the world is definitely not the path of the children of Avraham, Yitzhak and Yaakov. Right, so, so there's something very interesting. I, I did a teaching on this some years ago 
And, and what I found is, and this is true of a lot of different people, this is actually true of Jewish people, it's true of people from the nations, and, and I think it's very relevant to the new book that you've written and some of the other books that you've written as well. And, and the word that comes to mind is identity. There are so many people that don't know who they are. Um, and this is, you know, a significant part of what you teach of this soul connection, of returning to your root, of finding, that Rebbe Nachman talks about this quite a bit, Lakute Maharan, of finding your inner point of truth. So I think it's it's both a spiritual issue and a physical issue in that there are people that are looking for identity. They, they don't know who they are, both in a spiritual way and in a physical way. And so sometimes they will, they, they will try to make that connection. So the thing that popped out to me in this, you know, there, there's famous verses in the book of Deuteronomy and Devoim in chapter 29, where a whole list in, in talking about the covenant that is cut with the nation of Israel. And I was taught this when I was in Cheder, when I was a little boy. It, it goes through a whole list of the people with that were standing at Har Sinai. Uh, it goes through a whole list of your important people and even your wood bearers and the people who carry your water and the children and the old people and so forth. And then it says this, uh, I'm gonna forego the Hebrew, but it says, and not just those who are standing here today, but those who are not here today as well. And what I was taught was that I needed to live my life as if I, I remembered and knew every day that I was standing at Har Sinai. The reason I bring that up is because when it says not just those who are here today, is that I think you and I both agree on this, that we had a responsibility given to us by Hashem when he gave us the Torah to be an Orla Goyim, a light to the nations. And that means that we have an obligation to teach the world morality, the way to live. This is what the Torah was given to us for. And there are people legitimately, whether they know it or not, potentially are souls that stood at Har Sinai. And that's the real identity. That's the real connection that they need to find. But they need to do it in a way that they're connecting with the people of the book, the people of the Torah. So, the the most important thing that is completing the the the, the beautiful words you said is that there was only one term. That in that term, all the souls of Israel were able to receive the Torah and to get the holy tablets from Hashem from Mount Sinai. And it was that they were united as one person with one heart. Hmm. That unity between the tribes was the term for the acceptance and the great blessing acceptance of the holiness of the Torah. So even today, to those ones that were standing there and to those ones that were that were not and are standing here right now willing to receive the wisdom of the maker of the universe if they are from the world if they are from the lost or forgotten tribes of Israel if they are from the Jewish people 
it all depends in the fact that we will be united as one. Ke'ish echad belev echad, as one person with one heart. And if some are claiming to be the real Jews while claiming to reject some other person that also claims in a very innocent way, like me, for an example, like you, for an example, that we are Jewish, and he will start saying, oh, no, you're fake Jews. All my life are about my Judaism. Like in the morning when I wake up, I wake up as a Jew. When I go to sleep at night, I go to sleep as a Jew. Every moment of my awakeness is filled with my Judaism. My work is about that. My love is about that. My marriage life is about that. The way I raise my children are about that. All the books that I have in my bookcase are Jewish and religious books that are teaching me and us and the world on how to come closer to Hashem so that some random person will come and tell me that my Judaism is fake it's not even it's not even a challenge it's not even a joke it's not even a there is no riddle here there is no mystery here there there's there are no questions here there are no questions about my Judaism I, I I'm not here to prove my Judaism I'm I live my life as a Jew in the Holy Land of Israel. We have many enemies who are claiming that the land is theirs. Now there are enemies that are claiming that our nationality is theirs. Soon there's going to be someone that will claim that I am theirs. Like, whatever. The, like, 80 years ago, the Nazis decided that we need to go to the, to the stoves. Or whatever. Like, enemies... In every generation, we know that, that people are standing against us and trying to, to destroy us. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the maker of the world, is protecting us from them. We're saying that at least once a year in the eve of Pesach. In any case, we're here to shine and our light is eternal and shining for generations and will shine forevermore. And then, <laughs> Everyone so to join, but not to fight. There is no place for war. Right. So the interesting thing is, is if you go back to the very beginning and we talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the way he created the world, we know that from so many of our sources that the, the if you could say that the motivation behind Hashem creating the world was his desire to give of his good. He desired out of love. He found the center point in, his, in himself, something that you've talked about you know, which is the heart, you know, in the halal haponoi, in that vacated space, and the center was his heart. And he decided out of love to create something outside of himself. He doesn't need anything. He doesn't require anything. He didn't need to create anything, but he desired out of love to give of his good, to show mercy. And, and, and so to then have people that come and believe that somehow that they would represent a creator who only desired out of love to create the world, that somehow they're going to represent him through hate makes absolutely no sense. Not even from, from the point of creation, but uh, uh, from a point of Judaism side, or any religion. I have a certain side of like willingness to understand that people are talking out of great pain out of rage, out of, out of being depressed for many years. And we know that the 
Afro-Americans, the, the black people in, in, in United States, they suffered tremendously. We don't have doubt about the pain that been caused to them by villains, by their enemies, by enemies of humanity. And I will not try to erase the fact that there might be, or maybe definitely were, even Jewish people that were involved in kidnapping those poor people from their families and forcing them for slavery and killing and murdering and raping them. I, like, I will tell you the truth. I have not investigated that part of history enough to tell you what percentage, which portion, which were the Jewish people that, that were involved in, in that horrible crime. But I don't think that if there were Jewish people involved in that, it is enough to bring a stain for the whole nation of Israel, for the whole population of Jewish people. You understand right. it? Exactly like that today, people will say, there are Palestinians, you have Arabs in Israel, that they belong to, the land belongs to them, whatever. And, and you are oppressing them and you conquered them and you came to their land and all. I will not tell you that Zionists people 80 years ago, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, have not committed crimes against some Arabs that lived here. But that is not enough to stain the fact that we inherit the Holy Land by our ancestors. And it does not give them a fake nationality that will be called Palestinians in any public stage as if it exists. While we know by history that Palestinian is a name that was given by the Romans to the land and not to no nation. And the Arabs that came to the Holy Land and lived here for the last five, 800 years were Bedouins or immigrants that moved from Syria, from Iraq, from Saudi Arabia, from Jordan, from Egypt, many, many gigantic amounts of those Arabs are people that came from Egypt, came from Jordan and, and from Lebanon. And they lived here in, for a few years, like maybe hundreds of years. Now, we're not coming to reject them. What that the TV and, and, and social media is reflecting about what that goes on in Israel is a complete lie. It's a complete fake news. It's in 100% lie. And again, I'm not claiming to say, oh no, our hands are clean. We never spilled no blood. No, we're humans. Like that I made mistakes with my children. Like that I made mistakes in my own personal life. Also our army made mistakes. Our government made mistakes. But to claim that the state of Israel is a state that is like destroying the, the, the Palestinian nation and on and like, this is the only democracy in 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 the area, in the in the Middle East. There is no doubt that we are treating all the people who are keeping the law in the greatest respect. You have Arab doctors, you have Arab lawyers, you have Arab judges in in Israel. You have Arab people that sits in the Knesset in the government. They can be ministers in 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 Israel. 
It's the only democracy in the area while the Syrians are slaughtering their own people. If a person is talking and speaking in Jordan, he will be executed with no trial. The, in Lebanon, the situation is even worse than, than in, in, in Jordan. And in Egypt, again, no one even knows what's going on in those lands because of, of, of the, the tyranny of, of those nations. And no one in the world is fighting against the killing of women in Iran. And no one is talking about the horrible bloodshed in China and in other countries of the world. And, but everyone's eyes are at the land of Israel and the people of Israel and the Jewish people and their fake Jews and their, 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 it's not their land and on and on and on. Come on, it's, it's the same story with the, not even a different face. It just like dress itself in a new costume that is ridiculous and, and empty with, with, with no real essence, with no real idea, with no real truth in it. It's just false fake news and we're moving forward. We have a lot to do. So, so we, we, want it, we want to be very clear, both myself and Ravzor, that, that we would never diminish anybody's feelings of suffering. And like you said, there's no question. But I will tell you historically that, that while there is this anti-Semitic trope that the Jews, as always, we control everything, that's what everybody believes, you know, that the Jews controlled the Atlantic slave trade. trade. And the true truth is, historically, that it was really maybe at the most 10%, 10%. So what you're saying is, that a result of 10% of people who might have been involved in the slave trade, um, that you're going to condemn 90%. Now, here's the interesting thing. You have people that produce hate like Louis Farrakhan. Okay, what most people don't know is that the Muslim, that Islam not only promoted slavery, but slavery continued into the 19th century as a result of Islam promoting slavery and 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 so forth also and they were also the main uh, merchants of slaves they were going yeah. and, and kidnapping like many arab people were involved in that muslim religion were involved in, now again while we're saying that we're not coming to put a stain on no. all muslim national religion or nationality i have arab friends we have many people that are super normal super good that can be friends with us like we have, have christians we have, I have arab i have i have arab doctors that i go to uh, arab pharmacists uh, arab arab storekeepers here in spot people don't understand that on the ground uh, there are so many people commentators that make that, that buy into this nonsense um, but if people really came here to Israel and they saw how well the Arab community, Arab Israelis live, and the fact that they love living here and they and and that we do get along. I mean, I've seen Arab storekeepers say to a little boy, a Jewish boy, you know, tell me what you're learning in Talmud this week. You know, read me a verse from the Talmud that you're learning and I'll give you a piece of candy. I mean, this is... This is the reality on the ground. The fact that you have a very small percentage of people that are radicalized, that the media and the world then takes. Uh, here's another interesting point, history for you. 
it's interesting that we started off in the conversation talking about the Black Hebrew Israelites, and then we went into the, I'm sorry, I call them fakistinians or pseudo-Stinians. Don't throw tomatoes at me. That's just the way I feel, because I don't believe that there's legitimate, like you said, that there's a legitimate culture or people or language that are called that. Isn't it interesting that both of those movements started around the same time? These are all modern movements. The Black Hebrew Israelite movement, which still believes in Jesus in many cases as the Messiah and follows the New Testament, started around 1967. Um, the the whole idea of the the this people, this Arab peoples that now believe that they have a right, this was developed in 1967. Prior to 1967, you never had such a thing. It, it's something that's made up. That that's a result of uh, Yasser Arafat came up with this nonsense that there's this people that somehow have a right to this land when every single time they dig in Israel to build something, they find another archaeological artifact that dates back to David Amelech, the King David from 3,000 years ago, showing that the Jews had a presence here. Now, but the, the problem is, but I the truth is that I'm not really bothered with that. The only reason why I am bothered is because that we have other Jewish people that are suffering from the anti-Semi um, actions, violence in the world. So we care for the sorrow of our siblings that are out there in the exile and suffering from the pain of, uh, of the anti-Semi attacks. But the real truth is that all that matter is really important for the people who are wrong. Really for mm -hmm. us, it's not important at all. We know exactly what we do and we're continuing illuminating that flame of Torah and expanding the light of wisdom out to the world as much as we can. But you have poor people who are sabotaging and destroying their own selves and cutting the branch that they're sitting upon. And that's a very painful and sad situation. So for those people, we are here as well to give them a lifeline and an option to, to atone, to regret, to come back to their senses and to realize that wars and lies and fake news is not the way to, to achieve anything. Because in reality, there is a maker to the universe. And while you work with violence and you become radical with your opinions and you're talking filth against people that never sinned towards you and haven't hurt you in any way, just Jewish simple people who have families and running their businesses with honesty and dignity, and you are going against them you're going against the children of Hashem. And that is something that can be very awful for a person's eternal future and destiny. And for poor people not to go in that wrong route to be condemned forever and ever, we're, we're, we're giving that conversation. That's one. Second is that other people from different religions can also make like fake stories on and creating new theories um, as we hold the New Testament as a new wrong testament that is not based on truth. And it doesn't mean that we have any hatred toward Christian people. 
people that grew up in Christian loving environment and they're good people and happy people, if they have a certain mistake in their life, not understanding the complete truth or recognizing the lie of the method they've been told, it doesn't make them horrible sinners or enemies of the galaxy. <laughs> so a person can have a mistake. Like I said, I can also find myself dealing with my own mistakes in my personal life as well. But to start claiming that King David is prophet Daoud, Nabi Daoud, and to start saying that Moshe was Muslim and that Abraham was Muslim, when Islam itself is a religion that was invented and created thousands of years later, and then they're going to find an answer for that as well. I'm going to say, no, he was like an original Muslim. And here I'm going to tell you what real Islam is all about, whatever. New theories are very easy to create and to make. And there is only one truth, that the Torah was given in Hebrew to the people of Israel. And the Hebrews and the nation that is holding and keeping the rules of the Torah and following the wisdom of the great sages. And unfortunately, we see a lot of disrespect for the holy sages among the nations that can say horrible things about the holy Talmud and the oral Torah that we've been blessed to learn for thousands of years in Mesirut Nefesh with great effort. Mm -hmm. We have been blessed to inherit the real wisdom and we are open to share it as well. We are here to give and to love and to support and to teach wisdom. We're not here to remove no one, to fight with no one, to erase no one's identity, just to help everyone to find their true inner connection through the root of their own soul and to become one with all the rest of the public of Israel, with no shame in mistakes and with no, um, levels or like hierarchy of like uh, families or importance or whatever no scales just open-hearted to accept everyone and to love everyone and to embrace everyone and to teach the ones that knows a little bit less than us amen so i think we're gonna have to talk about that next time we come on talk about our obligation or responsibility as the jewish people to disseminate torah and maybe talk about torah shabbat the idea of the oral Torah, and because I have a lot of things to say about that, but we don't have any time. Uh, we've run out of time for our um, podcast today. So I just want to remind people that they can go to Amuna, Amuna with an H dot com slash donate, and please help us out by making a donation if you're able to. Um, you can go also to Amuna.com and see Rob Drawer's new book, Return to Your Root, as well as other books he's written, children's books that he, that he illustrated as well. Uh, a lot of great material on the website. And of course, um, we're going to be uploading this, um, this video to YouTube. So go to YouTube, to Rev Drawer's YouTube page, like it and share it with your friends. We want to thank everybody for being with us. Please send us your comments. Let us know if you liked what we did. Send us what you'd like to hear more about. Um, and I want to thank you, Achi. Um, I'm very happy to, to be doing this with you. And uh, thank you. Uh, it's a great beginning for a wonderful, wonderful show. Thank you so much, Amen. my dear brother. Amen. And 
everyone who watched us and shared and and enjoyed the podcast the live session we had i'm very thankful and i feel a great um hug from everyone that are holding hands with us and don't be scared and don't be afraid hashem is with us and never left us and never will thank you so much Amen. shalom my new book return to your root is now on amazon and emuna.com